I am so sick of the media dictating the terms of the narrative in this country. I'm so sick of having to be apologetic for who I am. I'm so sick of people in middle America being called a flyover country or slope-headed conservative teabaggers. And it's going to be teabagging day. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. <laughs> it's so funny because the teabaggers, the one thing they hate is when you call them racist. If racism is not the whole of the Tea Party, it is in its heart. The hatred that Timothy McVeigh, that he had. There are plenty of people like that right now. Lots of I think you get the general tenor of this. It's anti-government. This is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network, Fox. The left pits people against each other. Divide and conquer is the strategy. I don't want to live in that world. It is the exact opposite of E Pluribus Uno. He said you were He said you were very racist. He said you were very racist. He said you were very racist. You're going to be dealt with. It's going to come to light who you really are. It's going to come to light who you really are. Hey, just answer one question. Yes or no? What about the fake person? And what the left has stood for with political correctness is to try and get those with whom they disagree to shut up. And the Tea Party movement and Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman and Alan West and and all the all the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's Fuck you. War. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Road Warrior Radio. You're tuned in live this Tuesday, February 13th, 2023 on the one and only, or excuse me, 2024. I'm in a time warp. It's still early in the year. 2024 on the one and only Republic Broadcasting Network. And as always, thanks for coming along for the ride. It's so wild and dystopic. Some of us don't even know what year it is. Um... I think that we have touched a nerve on the history of America. So I think we'll unpack that a little bit more today. Um, It's important to know our history. And this is, you know, sort of that crossroads that I'm talking about. There's, There's a lot of biblical stuff in this. You know, the debate rages, is America a Christian nation? Was it formed as a Christian nation? The answer is... Uh, no and no, which doesn't mean that there aren't Christian folks in America, most of whom I would say are not, uh, you know, categorically not caught up in this debate. They're not even present in it. It's kind of like that joke that Sebastian Maniscalco tells of, you know, he he asks the, the audience, are there any Japanese people here? And some people make some noise and he says, you know, how how many full Japanese you know, versus half and half or whatever. And when he says, you know, how many full Japanese, nobody makes any noise. Or when he says half and half or whatever, same number of people make noise. The point being, the people who are full Japanese uh, are not making noise. And so then he tells the joke, you know, about the 
kids is everybody kid everybody's kid fantastic and he gets to the point where he says you know who's fantastic the two-year-old japanese kid in a suit eating with sticks that's who's fantastic he's probably getting the bill too at the end of the evening so modest humble unassuming not making a bunch of noise not infected by the mind virus that plagues our society of rebellion essentially in a word this is a history that is very problematic this is a a message that is woven deep into our American DNA so to speak it's very unnatural most Historically, if I can generalize, most um, immigrants, certainly most of those immigrant, uh, those uh, European folks, did not uh, subscribe to this. It was not something that they got first generation. They would show up, put their heads down, get to work. The World War II generation was like that, but their children. For some reason, especially in recent generations, their children, for some reason, were born into this society with that virus, it seems, or at least they picked it up somewhere along the way. We can guess where that might be since so many folks have wanted to shape education for so long and create a certain type of product in the process A certain type of raw material, you may recall Mario Savio's speech on the steps of Sproul Hall. There was a time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart, that kind of thing. So this is something that cuts right, I think, to the heart of our American identity, so to speak. So I want to get into the Jefferson stuff as an historical examination and what it means for America. Was Thomas Jefferson a Christian? Um, Was he, you know, I mean, of course he was uh, familiar with the Bible, but that doesn't make one a Christian. You know, Helena Blavatsky, theosophist, Satanist, um, occult mystic, etc., etc. She was very familiar with the Bible. So I guess familiarity is grounds to call oneself a Christian. I mean, really, it doesn't matter who defines terms uh, other than Jesus. He's the one who said, on that day, many will come and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do all these great things? And he will say, Depart from me, workers of iniquity, I never knew you. It's a pretty astounding realization. Depart from me, workers of iniquity, I never knew you. So whether you think you know him or not is really of not much consequence. What's important is that he knows you. And there is a a difference. So... What does all of this history mean? We'll get into that. For now, this bit of history, uh, 
Maybe we'll wait on that. Maybe we'll wait. How about... Um, the Red Thread. I did not. I should do that first. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah, we should definitely pray first. That's that's the only right thing to do. From the Geneva, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. James 5.16, New Matthew. Confess your faults to one another. Distinction between faults and sins. We're supposed to, the sins go to the Lord, not to, you know, the Catholic priest. Confess faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And then finally, Ephesians six twelve in the Geneva, 1599 Geneva. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the worldly governors, the princes of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, which are in the high places. So with that in mind, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord, please help us to put on the full armor of God. Help us to gird our loins about with truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And help us to take up the shield of faith. Put on the helmet of salvation. Take up the sword of the spirit. And help us to pray at all times in the spirit. I pray that no weapon formed against the righteous shall prosper. That all who walk in error would come to know the truth in Christ. Please. Father, reveal our hypocrisy and double-mindedness. I pray that unrepentant evildoers be brought swiftly to justice, that wickedness be brought swiftly to an end, righteousness be restored in the land, and that poisonous trees and their offshoots like brands and agencies and things Brands come in a variety of shapes, sizes, and flavors. Uh, that those conceived in malice would be would collapse under the weight of their own evil. And uh, I pray, Lord, that I would bear true witness. Let this broadcast be edifying in Jesus' name. Amen. So it's interesting, you know, as a sort of backdrop, Deuteronomy 4, verse 2, you shall not add to the word which I am commanding you, nor take away from it, 
that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. It's not selective. It's not something you get to sort of pick and choose. It's all or nothing. So maybe that's something to sort of keep in mind. Speaking of the Jefferson deal, you know, maybe that's where we'll start. Um, Third. few other things that we could do, but maybe we'll start there. When it comes to the Bible, yeah, we have time. Boy, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. (laughs) And speaking of Jefferson, this is a good place to jump, to dive in, basically. David W. Daniels, um, much more scholarly than most of us, certainly than myself, Hebrew, Greek, um, quite an extensive background. Has spoken quite a bit about this kind of stuff. I would, you know, In recent years, I have been not quite as confident in the King James version of the Bible. Again, my question is, why was William Tyndale burned at the stake as a heretic? And then most of his work, well, his his work was used as the uh, basis primarily for the for the New Testament of those authorized translations. Back before the Westcott and Hort days, back before the um, the Darfield or excuse me, that's a that's a it's kind of a portmanteau, the, the Darby and Schofield days. Darfield indeed. Anyway, a missing brushstroke removes the deity of Christ. That's how significant one yacht or tittle. What is that? It looks like a smudge. There's really not much there. But you're not even supposed to mess with that. Anyway, David W. Daniels, a missing brushstroke removes the deity of Christ. Let's listen to that real quick. What could be more obvious than a statement that God is Jesus, Jesus is God, that Jesus was God. We know that from John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So what do we do with 1 Timothy 3.16? Where do you get your little lesson? You're going to learn a little bit of Greek here. First, let's start with the King James. Can you read this with me? And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness... God was manifested in the flesh. Wow! That's a powerful statement. First, no controversy. It's clear. The mystery of godliness. What is this mystery? God became a human being. Wow! That's God in the flesh. Now let's take a look at, oh, let's say the NIV. Beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. He appeared in a body, 
Now, if you note the note that I put underneath it, I didn't say he, I said who. Because you know the Greek that they use doesn't even say he, it says who. Who appeared in the body? That doesn't even make sense. Why did they pick that? We'll talk about that in a minute. It says he in the NIV, not who, but I told you who, because the NIV lied about what the Greek really says. Quick Greek lesson. Don't worry. You'll learn this easy. This is the word God in Greek. That is pronounced theos. The first is a T-H, then an E, then an O, then an S. And whether it looks like that funny little squiggly thing or that C, those are both S's, depending on what Greek literature you're reading. So that's how the word God was abbreviated in Greek Bibles. See the thing on the bottom? Theta, sigma? That's two letters stuck together. They take out the middle, put the first and the last together, and you know, oh, that's the abbreviation for God. What's the difference between God and he, actually who, in Greek? The difference is the letter theta versus omicron. Can you see the difference between that theta and that omicron? It's a single breaststroke. You see what it looks like? Who, which, or what on the right side? Os, here, theos. One little brush stroke. You can guess which the vast majority of manuscripts in all of history have said, right? God. There's a name for that line when it happens in Hebrew. You know what it's called? A tittle. Look at those two letters in Hebrew. That's a resh. And that's a dalit. That's an R and a D. You see that little itty-bitty little thing on the edge? That's a tittle. The smallest brush stroke that changes one letter into another letter. Jesus said, For verily I say unto you, you can say it with me, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. That's Matthew 5.18. But one single missing tittle changed God to who? The overwhelming testimony of history shows 1 Timothy 3.16 says God. But look at all the popular Bibles that are missing Jesus as God in that single verse because of one little brush stroke. Take a glance. 36 Bibles. Now for my book, I only researched 40 of them. That's 36 of the 40. I picked every, I, had, I went through the whole list. I cut out some because I wanted the book to be smaller. I even had to only do 257 verses because anything more, the book would have been like this. So, the deity of Christ. Jesus is one, the truth. Two, sinless. And three, of course, God the Son. But in these modern Bibles, in these specific verses the deity kind of gets wiped out. Jesus lied, John 7, 8. Jesus sinned, Matthew 5, 22. And is Jesus not God? Mm-hmm. 1 Timothy 3, 16. This is what popular Bibles say. No one can deny it. With as little as a single missing brushstroke, you can seriously affect Christian doctrine. Don't let any college teacher or anybody else fool you. But wait, aren't there other verses that say Jesus told the truth, Jesus didn't sin, and Jesus is certainly God. Yeah. But, if every word on any particular doctrine were removed out of the Bible, would you go buy that Bible? 
Of course not. Would you trust a Bible with whole sections removed? That's a real Bible. That's the one Thomas, one of the two Thomas Jefferson used to make his Jeffersonian Bible where he cut out all the miracles. The devil doesn't have to remove every word on a doctrine. He just needs enough for you to doubt what God said. Hmm. Interesting. He just needs enough for you to doubt what God said. Are we taking a break? Or are we skipping it? Oh, yeah, sure. Commerce is suspect of giving a rating of C minus. To get the full story, visit Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org.
issues welcome welcome back imagine that we're having technical difficulties so um i'm not sure where we dropped off but i was saying matthew 4 
Jesus in the wilderness quoting uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8. It's an interesting reference. I guess I'll just summarize in the remaining seconds before we go to the break, but he's referring to to, uh, Deuteronomy 8 and the whole, you know, first 16 chapters or more of Deuteronomy is this reminder. Remember, remember, and you can hear Israel like little teenagers groaning. Ugh, we know, we know, we know. The, the reminders are mentioned over and over. Why is that? Rhetorically speaking. Because as they are reminded in Deuteronomy 9.24, you have been rebellious against the Lord from the day I knew you. Moses speaking. So, interesting how that works. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United States. With anti-Semitic remarks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the the dancing Israelis. Uh, So even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. 
First are right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next are beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. This was shared with me recently uh, for those who might never have seen it or heard it. The the Ann Landers from 2004, and I think it was before that even, or excuse me, 2002, December 4, 2002, and I think it was before that even. So a teacher in Mississippi asked, Dear Ann Landers, Dear Ann, I am an English teacher, and my students are reading George Orwell's 1984. I am having a difficult time explaining communism, socialism, and fascism without giving a time-consuming history lesson. I recall you printed a humorous explanation of these, con- of, uh, these concepts using cows. Will you, please re- will you please print it again? I'm sure it will kickstart a lively class discussion. So... Ann Landers replies, it's an oldie but a goodie. Here it is. Isms. Socialism. You have two cows. Give one to your neighbor. Communism. You have two cows. Give both cows to the government and they may give you some milk. Fascism. You have two cows. You give all of the milk to the government and the government sells it. Nazism. You have two cows. The government shoots you and takes both cows. Anarchism. You have two cows. Keep both cows. Shoot the government agent and steal another cow. Capitalism. You have two cows. Sell one. Buy a bull. So the presumption there is, you know, capitalism is the obvious way to go. It's biblical, right? I mean, 
doesn't the Bible tell us that who does not work shall not eat and, uh, you know, that kind of thing? Sure, but maybe not so fast. Um, it's not quite that simple. What? What? How dare you even suggest such a heretical thing? Well, uh, speaking of capitalism, socialism, communism, and Second Thessalonians three ten. What about the land of milk and honey that I mentioned earlier? What about the dispossession of the seven nations greater and mightier than themselves? Again, Deuteronomy, you know, 7 through 9 or really 1 through 16, the chapters. What about that? God said that he had people, those evil people, preparing the land in advance for Israel. They did not earn it. That was... The whole that was the point. You guys didn't earn it, and nor are you powerful on your own, powerful enough to subdue these people. There is no way. It's just not possible that you could do this on your own. It's not possible. But I'm gonna give it to you. Why? You know, and then there's the whole backstory of but why would he do that to these people? That's a separate discussion. But the point here in this context is they couldn't do it on their own. And the point he was making was he's the one who gets the glory. If they let him, you know, let him, air quotes, be in charge in their lives. And he decides, well, there you go. It goes well for them. The mind of man plans his way and the Lord directs his steps. What a concept. The same you could say goes for so-called Israel. In other words, you know, so-called Israel today, that is the point being who's in charge, who decides, you know, and people who want to say, well, Isaiah 66, you know, can, you know, he can bring about a nation and a day. Read Isaiah 66 again carefully. It's not Israel. It's Zion. It's Jerusalem. So he can, he can, uh, he can bring a new Jerusalem into existence in a day. Absolutely. He who spoke creation into existence, absolutely. He who, in Second Thessalonians, can destroy the man of perdition with the breath of his mouth, slay him with the breath of his mouth, that's pretty powerful. So speaking of isms, you know, um, it comes down to the question of who's in charge, who decides. Personally, I subscribe to the he's in charge-ism. He's in charge-ism. And you'll find that we get caught up in the semantics. When we get sucked into wrangling over the intellectualizing of things, it's a miss. You know, it's the technique of infamy, getting you arguing heatedly over which lie is true. They're both lies. So, speaking of uh, isms, Materialism, 
and you know, and all this nonsense, these things that the Western world is just preoccupied with. We have the science, the scientific revolution over the last what four hundred years and change, three to four hundred years and change. Um, and like I said, skepticism and criticism target God, specifically the Holy Spirit. Well, you can't prove that. Well, maybe not. Miracles, Jefferson says, uh, violate the laws of nature. I disagree. I think they're beautiful evidence of God bending the rules, so to speak, like you bend the strings on a piano to play music. That's how I think of it. Anyway... Speaking of isms, materialism in one sentence, the observable material world just absent God's divine involvement, which is a foolish notion. Romans chapter 1 seems to, um, it's like an abridged history of the scientific revolution, uh, age of reason and enlightenment what kind of enlightenment exactly is envisioned in the in the new colossus of Rhodes, the statue of liberty the light bearer who's that coming and giving us all the light what light the light of genesis 3 5 ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil and that's what light romans chapter 1 For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because that which is known about God is evident within them. For God made it evident to them despite what the Darwinian Darwinian contingent, you know, the Darwin family and uh, Malthus and um, happy birthday, Thomas Malthus, the thief came only to steal, kill and destroy. Today is Thomas Malthus's birthday. Um, despite what the Dar- Darwin family, Malthus, you know, includes Malthus, includes Galton and those folks, despite what they try to get the plebes to believe, getting people to suicide themselves and one another, God is... Uh, That which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. They are without excuse. But then, what? For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the in, incorruptible God for an image of the uh, in the form of corruptible man and of birds and of four-footed animals and crawling creatures. So then it doesn't go well. Therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. And on down the slippery slope they go until they arrive here in America, it seems. 
And although they knew the ordinance of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. It's interesting. You know, if we go back to Deuteronomy and again, those lessons that we have overlooked. It's so fascinating. It's so fascinating to me. This, this uh, debate about, you know, Jefferson. It's fascinating to me that anyone who, who would presume themselves a Christian, especially with a Ten Commandments uh, worldview, so to speak, would watch Thomas Jefferson cut out, what did he call it, an octavo? A fraction of the Bible? He he ends up with, you know, my my guess is, he said 46 pages. I mean, if you look at your New Testament, or you look at the Gospels, excuse me, um, It's a it's he whittles the the gospels down to about a quarter of what is printed in most Bibles today. Even the funky new Westcott and Hort stuff. How can we look at this and say, well, you know, he was a Christian. Really? Someone who takes liberty and I'll get into the specifics in a minute but where is the one Deuteronomy 22 verse 5 a woman shall not wear man's clothing nor shall a man put on a woman's clothing for for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your God well you know are you being legalistic because you know New Testament Christians don't have to I mean you know Saved by grace through faith, right, Chris? Yeah, absolutely, but called to a higher standard. The spirit of the law, not the letter. To him who knoweth to do right and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And whatever is not of faith is sin which is where the fearful and unbelieving of Revelation 21.8 come in first on the list. First on the list of those dealt with by God. Why is this all important, this Bible stuff? Because Jefferson is the principal author of the Declaration of Independence and just about everyone says that you can't consider our founding documents without putting them all together in a big old basket. Declaration, Constitution, Bill of Rights, for example, there are others, the Articles and the other deal, but, you know, definitely the Declaration of Independence. We go back to that, that pivotal moment. Jefferson is the principal author. There's the Committee of Five, you know, of which he is, uh, I would say, a principal member. So there's Jefferson, Franklin, uh, Adams, Livingston, and Sherman. And I would say Sherman's the only one you could really argue is a Christian. 
Livingston is a Mason. That's not a secret. It's well known. Can you be a Mason and a Christian? I would just say no, flat no. Which is why, again, speed of the Holy Spirit, those who have been a, mem- a, a part of these secretive groups eventually conclude, gosh, you know what? There is a conflict of interest here. I can't be a part of this. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, you knew. You knew. It was your own greed and vanity that was lying to you and telling, nah, nah, it's okay. This is a way to get ahead. It gives you a, you know, creates a disparity, gives you an advantage over the, the rest of the crowd. That's what was really going on, but you knew. So Sherman's the only one I think you can argue may be a Christian. Livingston, a Mason, Adams, you know, same same thing, softer version of, of uh, Jefferson and Franklin. But, you know, very deistic in his views. Franklin, good grief. You know, end of discussion. There's nothing to discuss. Mr. Hellfire Club. Jefferson, an illuminized sympathizer of Weishaupt and all of the illuminized French uh, revolutionaries. All of them. He's over there during the Constitutional Convention. Why is that? This is why it's important, because our history, our founding, that Declaration of Independence moment, and what else was going on May Day 1776, right around that that moment. Anyway, and, you know, Jefferson is a friend of this guy who's unveiling a plot to his co-conspirators to subvert the world by what? Getting rid of all organized religion, all monarchy, all ordered government. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. 
Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic Pharmacology... Shilajit is the king Raza Yoga Vahayana. Raza Yana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Raza Yana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilajit stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Raza Yana, Shilajit is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Shilaji is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. segment of the first hour of today's road warrior radio broadcast already that was fast um
there is the story of the red thread. There was this email from Joyce. Tucker and his red string. If you watch Tucker's interview of Putin, you saw Tucker's left wrist adorned with a red string. Thanks, Joyce. Yeah. And that's not the first time, is it? But here's something that you didn't know, and we'll save this for the top of the second hour. That red thread, speaking of counterfeited things. So, you know, back to materialism, I mentioned materialism in one sense is the observable material world just without God's divine involvement. And it's so ironic what has happened in this, you know, landscape of total war as Guys like Charles Baudelaire put it, you know, the finest trick of the devil is to persuade you that he doesn't or didn't exist. And, you know, at the same time, convincing you that Ephesians 6.12 is not what it is, doesn't exist. You know, there's not that whole battle that rages beyond what I can see, EYE, what Elisha reveals to his servant guys like we're done man we're done we're surrounded on every side Elisha prays Lord please open his eyes and all of a sudden this guy whoa I didn't I had no idea can you imagine angels on the horizon and one of those guys is responsible for killing, what, 187, 88,000? I forget which, what the number is, but alone. David's mighty men got nothing on that. So convincing you that isn't real and then counterfeiting everything. But it's happening in plain sight. No one seems to notice, generally speaking. Most people don't notice because we've been inculcated into this malaise the red thread yes Tucker has done that from time to time the string we're headed into a break second hour coming up I'll I'll will explain what the red thread significance is the cabalistic red thread and it's what is it a counterfeit of Second hour coming up. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 